Welcome to Transformation with Lloyd Powell. The mission of this broadcast is to help people change into Christ-likeness through the transforming power of God's Word. Now, here's Brother Powell with today's message. Studying in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 6, and we'll pick up there today. We covered verses 1 through 7, and we'll pick up in verse 8. But just as a review, um, we learn in Romans chapter, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. So he emphasizes three things in those verses that happened to us. Uh, in verse 2, we learn that uh, the first thing we learn is that we are dead to sin. And sin being the old man. When Paul says sin in, in Romans, he means the old man. Uh, sometimes he means individual acts of sins, but in this particular case, sin is a noun and sin is personified. And this goes back to chapter uh, 5, where he talks about how sin reigned as a king. Um, and so... Uh, a king is a person, so he personifies sin. He speaks of sin as a person. Uh, it's a noun and not a verb. And so uh, the sin that he's talking about is not an individual act of sin. It's not a verb, but it's a noun. It's the old man. And this old man is dead, which means that the power, that sin's power over us has been broken. The second thing that he emphasizes in these verses is that it's not only that our old man is dead, but we have new life. In verse 4, he talks, he tells us that we shall walk in newness of life. So the old man is dead, and we have a new life. We have a new man. And the third thing that uh, he emphasizes here is, um, well, why did he put the old man to death? And why did he give us a new life or a new man? In verse 6, it tells us um, so that we will no longer be a servant or a slave of sin. He says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we shall not serve sin. So in verse, uh, in verse 7, it says, for he that is dead is freed from sin. So that whole 1 through 7 He's trying to tell us that the old man is dead. The old man has been crucified with Christ. And that we have a new life. We not only have, the, or is the old man dead, but we have a new man on the inside of us. We have new life on the inside of us. And the reason that he did this is that so we, we would not serve sin any longer. That we would no longer be servants of sin. That we would now become servants of, of, of righteousness. And so in verses 8 through 10, he wants us to begin to identify with this new man, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So as we identify with the old, he now wants us to identify with the new. But before we go any further, in case you were not with us on yesterday, 
uh, verse 6 brings up three questions. And I did, uh, I did uh, elaborate on those. Uh, but the three questions that verse 6 brings up is, what is the old man? What is the body of sin? And what does he mean by destroy? Now, he deals with it in other places, but he basically, basically just states the fact here. And he deals with it in, um, in other books and in other places where he, he talks about this. But what is the old man in verse 6? It says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. Uh, the old man and the body of sin are the same thing. The old man, and we talked about this yesterday, so I'll just, I'll just hit it uh, a little bit here today for the, the sake of those who weren't, uh, of you who are not with us on yesterday. Um, if you could step outside of your body, that your, you, your spirit man would look like your physical man. That you have an outward man and you have an inward man. And so you have a physical body and you have a spiritual body. And we see this with Lazarus, the rich man, and Abraham. How that their bodies were buried and in the ground. But yet they had spirit bodies. We also see it with Moses on the Mount of Transfiguration. We know that his, his body was buried in the, the, the mountains of, uh, of Moab. And yet he had, a, he had a body on the Mount of Transfiguration. But he had a spirit body. So he's talking about the old man. The old man is a man. It's a body. He says he calls it the, uh, the body of sin. So you have a spirit body. And his spirit body was tainted by sin. Um, he talks about in Colossians how that we are the circumcision. So the circumcision in the Old Testament pointed to the new birth, which is the circumcision in the New Testament. The circumcision being a sign. Abraham was circumcised. It was a sign of his faith in God. And so in the, in, in the new covenant, this old man, this uncircumcised heart is cut away and nailed to the cross. Is buried. And then you're raised to newness of life. You have a new man, a new spirit that emerges. And so um, the old man and the body of sin are the same thing. Now, what does he mean by destroyed? He means that that old man was destroyed. He was, uh, he was rendered uh, inoperable. He was rendered idle. It means he ceased to exist. The ideal here is that the person you were before you were born again no longer exists. So, and what he wants us to do now is to stop identifying with that old man and start identifying with the new man, which is Christ. Many of us identify with sin. We are, have a sin consciousness and we are not conscious of our righteousness. We are not conscious of the new man. I hear people say, well, you know, alcoholism runs in our family. You know, my father was an alcoholic, great-grandfather, grandfather, great-grandfather. And so why do we say this? Because we are identifying with the old man. And he wants us to stop identifying with the old and start to identify with the new man because we are new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, let's look at verse verses eight. He says, now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him. Now, he tell he told us before that we're planted in Christ in verse five, that we have been planted in Christ's uh, death, burial, and resurrection. He said that we have been planted together. So this whole idea of us and Christ being together is set forth in, in verse 5. 
And here he says uh, in verse 8, if we be dead with Christ. So we, we, we are with Christ. He is trying to identify us with Christ. If we be dead with Christ, we believe we also shall live with him. Now, shall live with him, um, the King James says, uh, other translations say we shall live by him. So whether it's here now or uh, um, in, in the afterlife or later, we get our life from Christ. The life that we have now in Christ is new life. When, and this life we'll have throughout eternity. And so you have new life right now. You have eternal life in you right now. Um, so now we have eternal life. We're not going to get eternal life when we get to heaven. We have eternal life right now because the life of Christ is on the inside of us. Verse 9, he says, knowing this, um, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. So he said, you, 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 you need to know something. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Now, uh, for in that verse 10, for in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So when he took on our sin, he took on that thing that we got from Adam, that sin nature, that old man. It caused him to be put to death. He died to that once and for all. So your sins are paid for once and for all. But it says, in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in, that, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So he died to sin once and for all. And now he lives for God. He lives a new life. He lives a life for God. And it says, likewise, reckon ye all your, also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So he's trying to get us to identify with Christ, just like Christ died to sin you died to sin. Just like Christ was buried, you were buried. And like, just like Christ rose to newness of life, you rose to newness of life. You have new life on the inside of you. This is Christ's life on the inside of you. So he's trying to get us to identify with the new man. Many of us have a sin consciousness. We don't identify with Christ. And our, our, what we say and the way we think it's not like Christ. It's like the old man. We still think that we're, we're this old person. Uh, we often say, uh, we testify that I'm a sinner saved by grace. Well, you, 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 you say you're a sinner saved by grace because you're still identifying with the old man. When Paul addresses the church, when he addresses the church at Rome, he says to the saints which are at Rome. When he addresses the church which is at Ephesus, he says to the saints which are at Ephesus. He calls them saints. He identifies with the believers as being saints. We are saints. We are righteous. We are not sinners because we've been born again. We have new life on the inside of us. And so we need to begin to identify with the new man, with the new person that we are. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Your born-again, recreated spirit is righteous. It's holy. It's like God. It's like Christ created in righteousness and true holiness. Um, and so you are holy. You are righteous. Romans 5 and 25 says, Who was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification. 
So you are justified just as if I never sinned. It wasn't enough that he died, but he had to raise, rise from the dead. It was this rising from the dead that justified us or made us just as if we've never sinned. And so he's trying to get us to identify with Christ in verse, in verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. He's trying to get you to identify with Christ. You identify with him in death and burial and resurrection. He says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. So if I identify with Christ, I identify with my righteousness. And I no longer understand that I, I am no longer to be ruled by sin. Thank you for listening to Transformation with Lloyd Powell. If you'd like a copy of today's message, please go online to www.lpmin.com. That's lpmin.com. Or simply call 404-917-7377. That's 404-917-7377. And be sure to connect with Lloyd Powell Ministries on Facebook. Join us for the broadcast every Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. right here on Love 60 WAEC. And until next time, remember, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind.